Hafide Guam. Welcome back to Boca Talks. This is Jess Rosario. I'm your host today. Boca Talks is all about talking about health, nutrition, um, activity, and everything that goes on in our day-to-day lives. We are a part of the KOM Podcast Network. If you haven't done so, please follow us, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, all those platforms. Uh, The KOM Podcast Network has a bunch of good content. Uh, Everything that has to do with everyday life from from movies to music to uh, careers and so forth. Uh, so we're going to talk about a little about health today. And I have a special guest with me today. Uh, very, very new to KOEM itself. <laughs> I, I always want to be like, hey, welcome to KOEM. This is a nice place you have here. Thank you for having me. Right? It's I, welcome. It's kind of cold like, and chilly, but you'll like get used to it. I haven't been here for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to... I guess our podcast, um, Mr. Andy Wheeler. Good, man. It's good to be here. Uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks for, for being with us. Uh, you know, a lot of times when we have our podcast, we, we bring on guests that mainly it's been like athletes, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, people, I'm not an athlete. Uh, you want me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> no. And this is why I wanted you to be on today. Oh, see, that's our time. No, it's not. Um, anyways. That was fast. Right. That was one minute and 22 <laughs> seconds. Uh, that's my lunch timer telling me to eat lunch. Ah. Yeah. I have to remind myself to eat every day. You're on a schedule. Yeah. It's like a baby. Mm-hmm. Got to uh, feed them. Feed the baby. Um, anyways, we have a bunch of people on our podcast, uh, usually athletes. And, and it's been going that way just because uh, we have a bunch of people that want to understand health and nutrition from an athlete perspective but we've been getting a lot of people asking us to do something different and it, it just kind of worked out that you were here and i talked to you mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago yeah. uh, because people want to be able to relate to to someone that is relatable <laughs> i'm just an average dude i happen to be in the media i'm on the radio i'm but, on but social media tv and that's all that. majority of people right that's what you i'm know, saying they're yeah. not they're not professional athletes i mean it's something to aspire to but they're right. everyday joes or andy's yeah and know? you don't need to be that peak human being machine athlete to be healthy yep. i mean everybody's different you know that everybody is different uh everyone uh, processes things differently and everybody has different needs so whatever it is in your daily life that you need to change mm-hmm. for whatever reason it doesn't your reasons don't matter i posted about that everybody's got their reasons yeah. uh and whatever that is it's just about taking those steps to achieve whatever goal yeah three pounds yeah be a little bit just happier in you know not wearing a shirt whatever it is it doesn't need to be because you look at these athletes i mean that's the peak of physical evolution right Mm -hmm. there there's no way the average person can just you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do that yeah exactly it's so many combinations of things but uh, the average person yes you can be much healthier uh, by taking all those steps, whatever it is for you. And a lot of our listeners, they want to know from, from that kind of standpoint, like how do I become healthier? How do I take those first steps? What is preventing me from doing this? What are the obstacles that come along with that? Mm-hmm. And for a lot of these athletes that I've talked to, you know, it kind of came natural to them. Uh, they lived a life where they were brought up in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, their parents uh uh, came from a background where they ate healthy all the time or were very uh, um, 
yeah, they just had really good ways of eating, good habits, you know, and either they're physically active all the time or whatnot, and it kind of led them to that. But majority of the people out there are not athletes. They work at a desk eight to five. Yeah. They have families. They go home. They have kids. They have a life, you know, outside of maybe they don't work out because they have other things to do in life. And that's just their life. So uh, talking to you today, um, I wanted to shed light on just life for the average person. You know, like you said, someone that just wants to lose three pounds, lose five pounds, uh, get ready for what holidays are coming up get ready to fit into that black dress for holiday season Christmas party beach weather you're always gonna go and now that the kids are back in school and stuff you know hey the weekends we gotta do more beach stuff you wanna look good in a bikini or shirtless whatever I never look good in a bikini. No, I can't pull it off. It's yeah. got to be a one piece for me. It's got to be like nothing. <laughs> um, it, it's got to be like shorts and t-shirts for me. <laughs> old school, old school going to the beach, right? Yeah. And, and that was funny because like chicks are walking around in like thongs. And before that was whatever, like, whatever you're comfortable with, right? I walk around in a thong and. I mean, if I had a body to pull it off, yeah, I'd be I'd be doing that too. I think I got too much junk in the trunk to walk bit, around in a, in a thong. Bit. A lot of trunk space on that right. mo- that late model sedan. Yeah. Um, but uh, for those who don't know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you grew up, and and how you got here? Uh, well, I did grow up in a pretty active lifestyle. Uh, it was always sports. My parents wanted us to be active doing something whatever season it was play that sport they weren't that forceful oh no you're gonna you're gonna play sport they just wanted us to be active and i always enjoyed it whether it was baseball basketball track cross country uh even you know like boy scouts cub Mm -hmm. scouts you were a boy scout i was i was a boy scout or a cub scout i didn't quite get to i never did that i've always wanted to just yeah it was a great thing you know because all the outdoor activities the Mm -hmm. little projects the little things that you know you learn a little skill and stuff like that uh so we always had an active uh childhood growing up uh but you know kids can be lazy of course we had that as well uh and then you know in school it was always sports uh i was i was never the brightest student on the planet and I didn't excel at a sport, but I was kind of okay at a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed all that stuff, yeah. uh, whatever it was. So like I always had that active of lifestyle. None, but you did everything. Right, jack of all trades, but master of yeah. none. Yeah, like you know, put me on any team, I can contribute. I'm not going to be the star, but uh, you know. So I always had that lifestyle growing up, uh, and then you know, Where'd a you lot grow- of that. Where did you grow up? All over the place, Navy. My dad was Navy, mm-hmm. so we moved around everywhere. I yep. mean, Egypt, Florida, New Orleans, Washington, New Hampshire, Egypt. Guam. Yeah. Were you were you born? I was, in- I was born in Italy. Oh dang! So uh, they were overseas in Egypt at the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, growing up, just had that lifestyle of activity. You know, we always helped with everything around the house. You know, mowing the lawn, doing the yard work, all that. But that's stuff. how it was back then, right? We didn't. We didn't. How old are you? I'm I'm 43. Okay. Yeah. We, That's just how a childhood was. Yeah. That's we were outside be. all the time. A, yeah. 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 My, my, I mean, you know, you get Saturday cartoons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, come on, for us, that was the stuff. That was your lazy time. But then after that, it's like, okay, go outside. My mom would come and turn the TV off. All right, go outside. Us too. And that's it. And then she wouldn't call us back in until it was like uh, the sun was setting. Right. You know? And yeah. She would just yell out, hey, come yeah, back. And then, but we didn't like, oh, okay. Like, I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Cartoons are over. TV's off. All right, I'm out. I got yeah. my G.I. Joes or whatever, and I was outside, or I was climbing trees, stuff like that. I mean, you know, we just enjoyed it. So that lifestyle. That kind of... um 
makes me sad that like, I, my son is 13, my daughter is 11, mm. and I don't, I don't think they've ever climbed a tree. Huh. Like, you know, like legit, like a big ass tree where you can fall and get hurt. Right, 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 yeah. And kids got to get hurt, man. Yeah. You got to skin your knee. You got to bruise an elbow. It's just part of growing up. My kids are always like, whoa, how did did you have fun, dad? I'm like, I honestly took a trash bag and I jumped off my roof all the time. Just like a parachute, you know? Like, we did stupid, (laughs) stupid things. We did stupid stuff and it was fun and I enjoyed it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, So, you know, a lot of the sports and stuff like that was in, in school, high school, middle school all that mm-hmm. and then you know when i uh was an adult moved out here Yo uog i played basketball for uog uh did you and then you know cool. adult life it's not like hey guys that time of semester's coming up for baseball or hey now it's basketball you know your adult life you're working i was already working in radio and working other jobs before then it's mm-hmm. not like oh i'm in this league now because so the physical activity, uh, I mean, swimming, stuff like that. Uh, but then radio, doing that, the hours are crazy. Uh, I was never a gym person, never liked going to the gym, uh, never lifted weights, just didn't. I mean, they're they're too heavy. I was not, <laughs> Wait, yeah. Weights are heavy. Yeah, they're That's too the heavy. That's the thing I hate about yeah. that. <laughs> um, so I just, you know, you get into that routine of work hang out with my friends and it's so easy to make excuses to not go to the gym not do something active you're looking for your friend messages you hey you want to go out tonight yeah sure oh man oh i'm not gonna go work out oh okay you you easily get into that routine of going out drinking and and it's fun a lot it is fun yeah i i remember uh going out with my wife you know to to meet family and friends and i would see you out a lot yep we would be at um what's it? horse and cow a lot, uh, yeah all the right? time yeah we'd be there at wednesdays burgers wings yep. beers yep. non-stop like so much and i it's like you said it's easy to get caught up in all the fun mm-hmm. and just be there with people and, and and a lot of people are like oh i'm not gonna go to the gym because it's hard you know but one hour um at the gym versus man how, how long i'd stay what two three hours Drinking. At least, yeah, at right? least, yeah. Happy hour ends up being a late night, exactly. and you, you know, they're like, "Hey, guys, we're closing down." Like, "Oh, okay, yeah. I guess it's time to go." Yeah. So that lifestyle of, um, I don't even know what to call it, um, carefree, I guess, carefree, or just have wanting to have fun all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, indulgence, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, I, I just got into that and had no care in the world of exercising or getting fit yeah. uh just hey man want to hang out with my friends enjoy myself enjoy some beer uh you know the alcohol the alcoholism obviously was a big factor too yeah. uh but then you know you get older things change uh i have my reasons i, I put a post up on uh, facebook about this and instagram it's one of those things that i i I'm not one to put all my business out on social media. Uh, yeah, what I do is a pretty public thing, but I'm, I'm a relatively private guy. And mm-hmm. it's one of those, like, I, nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, the people that matter in my life, family, girlfriend, my friends, they all know everything. Cats. cats oh, they know everything. <laughs> great conversations with my cats. They're great listeners. So, yeah, I posted that up. Uh, it was just kind of one of those... I, I've been going through this process and a little extra motivation for me. And if what I'm doing and the results that I'm getting uh, maybe motivates someone, one person, 
to, you know what, maybe it's time to change. Maybe yeah. it's time to start, uh, you know, worrying about my health a little bit more. Uh, I'm not on some crusade to get everyone to be healthy. What you do with your body, that's your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me personally, I have issues that I need to that I need to work on and that I need to uh, work for. It's not, I mean, you know how this is. It's a process. It's mm-hmm. not just a boom. Hey, you're done. Yeah. You're all better. It's a constant thing. Consistency. And Consistency. I, I, uh, that's key. So I think that's, that's the beauty of, of what we're doing with this podcast is we're, we're shedding light on real life experiences, yeah. whether it's, it's, like I said, whether it's an athlete that you're trying to aspire to, or it's somebody sharing their real life experiences to help motivate somebody else Mm -hmm. you know and that that's what we're all about um i remember coming in here for a podcast and i remember i I, and you're you're right next door right you're right across yeah right across us and we would see you all the time say hi what's up and everything and then i came in and must have been a while since we took a break for um, we took months, a break yeah. for like a month or so, yeah. and I came back and I saw you. And I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> I was like, "What's up, Andy?" I was like, "Damn, you look pretty good." You know, lost how much weight did you lose? Uh, all told, it's probably around thirty-five pounds, yeah. if not more. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was never in the habit of weighing myself much. Mm-hmm. I just didn't care. Yeah, didn't want to know. Uh, but yeah, about thirty-five. I think I'm down to one eighty now. Wow. Yeah. Dang, that's like close to me. Yeah, I, it's. I, I mean, I don't have any muscle, so I'm, <laughs> I'm tall. All uh, of my all of my weight is in my butt. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I a lot of people have noticed it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I came in and I was like, oh my god, you look really good. And then you're you're talking to me about like, oh, it's been um, two or three months since I've seen you, yeah. and you're like, yeah, you know, I've been going through some stuff. And we started talking about it, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And then well, I started it, yeah, seeing your posts. It's one of those things that I, I'm not just, hey, what's up? I'm Andy. Nice to meet you. Here's my deal. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the people that I care about that are very, very important to me, they know. Mm-hmm. They, you know, my family. Uh, so the backstory, we're going to go through the whole process here. Okay. It's story time, kids. Pull up a chair. Uh, 1999, I got sick. Mm-hmm. Flu, whatever it was, just some thing. Nothing major. Everybody gets it. So I went to the uh, the hospital, uh, you know, get some meds, whatever. 99, you were how old? I was 23. Okay. 22. Okay. Or was this? No, this was 1998. I'm sorry. Towards the end of 1998. Uh, got sick, whatever it was, the flu hit me pretty bad, as it can sometimes. Went in, and they did all the usual stuff. Hey, temperature, this. All right, we think it might be a viral thing, so we're going to get you this. And they're like, well, we got you here. Let's do some other tests just to kind of, you know, check, check it out. Check things out, yeah. And there was a lot of blood and protein in my urine. They're like, huh. They're like, uh, you a boxer, maybe? You got punched in the kidneys? Like, nope. Uh, trust me, I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to avoid a fight. Getting punched, one of my least favorite things. Yeah, that hurts. It's up there with lifting weights. <laughs> uh, so they're like, okay, well, we, we got some stuff in your in your urine that we need to figure out where that's coming from. You know, did you take a fall? Something like that. And I was like, no. Uh, at the time, I was working in radio. So did all those tests. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Well, still got a lot of blood, a lot of this, a lot of protein, yada, yada. Uh, not sure. So I was in the hospital for about a week. They ran every kind of imaginable test you can. 
narrowing it down, you mm-hmm. know, process of elimination. Okay, ran this test, it's not that cool. Ran this test, it's not that. Okay, narrowed it down. And then one of the doctors was like, I think you have this, but we need to send you off to San Diego for a biopsy, a kidney biopsy. So flew off, had the biopsy, and they were like, yeah, we're, we're pretty sure we know what you have now. It's IgA nephropathy. Okay. Doesn't mean anything to me. It's a bunch of random letters thrown together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so it's a, it's a genetic thing with my immune system where I produce way too much of this uh, immunoglobulin A, that's the IgA, and it builds up in your kidneys and ends up killing and limiting their their function. Yeah. So the biopsy, when I went and did that, kidneys are a lot of scar tissue. Wow. They're just failing. It's a, They're in a constant state of failing. It's not like this right now, They're. it's not a, an acute thing. They're just constantly because of my body constantly producing this immunoglobulin uh that uh it's hindering the function so my kidneys are dying i was like okay well what do we do now yeah i was like well what do we do now they're like um uh well we keep an eye on it and you know you can maybe take some fish oil that's about it there's no like oh just take this medicine you'll be fine dang um and so I, there was not a whole lot I could do. And the doctor, you know, he ran through, he had the printout and all this. Well, you know, patients with this, uh, X percent of them live long, full, happy life. Mm-hmm. It kind of subsides after a while. Uh, X amount of patients, uh, their kidneys fail within this amount of time or this amount of time. He broke down all these percentages. Did they give you medicine and, no. and so forth? Nothing? No, nothing. There's nothing they can do. It's, you know, uh, there's things you can do. Uh, I mean, you know, take fish oil. That's one of the things that we'll revisit later. Uh, but they said, yeah, um, just if you get sick, it's going to flare up. You're going to pee blood. You're going to have a lot of protein in your urine. Other than that, not a whole lot you can do. Take care of yourself. Adios. Yeah. We'll see you when you come in next time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. So that was a little tough to deal with at the time. You know, you're 23. I'm young. I'm fit. I was slim. healthy. I felt great. I can do anything. And then just knowing you have this genetic thing that regardless of how healthy I am. It's it's there. It's going to happen anyway. Kidneys are going to fail. I was like, okay. Well, let's not worry about that. Nothing I can do. Take my fish oil. I took that for a few months, you know, pop a pill a day, all right, and go on about my ways, drinking a lot of beer, eating whatever I wanted. Because it was kind of like, well, you know, you kind of, when you're faced with your own mortality, it's like, hey, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go. There's nothing I can do. Uh, nothing I can do. And, so. and it's, not like, it's not like you did anything to end up in that state. Right. right? It's just a genetic thing. Yeah. Nothing I can do. Not that, like, something they can remove. So... Yeah, I had that just like, well, there's nothing they can do. I'm just going to go on with my life, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dialysis eventually. Ah. So just kind of went on doing how, my thing. How did you, when when you found out about this, How did what was your reaction to that? I mean, like 23, I mean, that's, yeah. that's young, you know? Well, like I said, you know, you, you're at that age, I'm fit. I was healthy. Uh, before radio, I was a lifeguard, so I was always relatively fit and... I was like, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I can beat anything. I, yeah. Whatever it is, physical. Oh, I, you know, you don't feel your kidneys every day. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see it. Yeah. I don't see them. Like, ooh, they look terrible. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, ah, I'll be fine. 
Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. I'm young. I'll... There were a few moments where it's like, dude, what do, what do I have? You know, five years of kidneys left. Is it going to be ten? Is it going to be next year mm-hmm. or what? I had no idea. So I just kind of decided that. Well, I'm not going to really let that affect my life. I'm not going to let it, you know, put me down. And oh, I'm just going to stay home, guys. I can't do anything. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go crazy with it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that drinking beer with your friends is living, but that's just. That was fun to me, so I did. So it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's, it's it's fun. So kept on with the same lifestyle, whatever. When I would get sick every couple years or so, yeah, I'd have these little flare-ups and whatnot. Uh, I went to the doctor, yeah, you know, for a checkup, and they're like, "Okay, uh, where are we at with this?" Took some, uh, you know, blood, urine. They were like, "Oh, yeah, still the." Same. Still same. You you still have it. It's whatever. Kidney yeah. function is down. But like, it, didn't, okay. it didn't get any worse. It didn't get any... Well, it's I mean, one of those time. things that, yeah, it, it, it's constantly getting worse. Hmm. It's just, it's inevitable. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just didn't, it didn't really affect me. I'm like, I'm going to live. I'm going to keep on doing my thing. So, I uh, didn't care too much. Every once in a while, I'd be like, you know, maybe a... I need to drink more water. I'm going to take some fish oil again. I get a bottle of fish oil, pop those regularly, and then when that bottle's done, oh, I didn't make it to the store. I didn't get more. Yeah. Uh, and then you forget. That's so like another, me in toilet tissue. Yeah, yeah. Another year <laughs> goes by. Oh, I didn't have. And then once in a while. But uh, then fast forward to this year, mm-hmm. uh, February-ish, uh, my lifestyle of alcoholism beers every day a lot of them eating whatever you know i generally i'm a relatively healthy eater just because i enjoy it i enjoy mm-hmm. veggies and salad and stuff like that but yeah you know you have your burgers your fast food and all that i'm on my way to work okay i got 20 minutes i gotta grab something so fast forward february this year just wasn't feeling right feeling off feeling weak sluggish tired i was like man this beer drinking is yeah you know it's catching up to me i'm 43 it's you know and even it got to the point where drinking beers i would have a couple i, I mean i used to be seriously 10 a night just every night after work pow beers what was at home. your beer choice uh whatever i was in the mood for free beer no, I wish it was all free. I wish it was free. The best beer is free. Beer. Yeah, that is the best. But whatever I was in the mood for, yeah. you know, Blue Moon, a light beer, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it was. So even it got to the point where just a couple beers, I'm like, my head is hurting, not feeling good. Wake up in the morning, my stomach, I'm like, ah, what the hell? You know, it's I'm not, not even hung over. It's not like, yeah, it's not hangover Yeah, feeling. I mean, like off of a beer and a half or two beers. Wow. It was just this like, you know, real off and... One thing that really made me realize it was uh, when I was when I moved place to my new place in February. Just carrying a box upstairs, it was like body felt weak, felt nauseous, just was not feeling good at all. I was like, man, am I coming down with something or whatever? So that persisted for a little bit. Finally, you know, with the at the urging of some very important people in my life, went to the doctor, got checked mm-hmm. up. Blood pressure was through the roof. Were there any physical signs? I mean, besides feeling off, were there any, like, um, anything physical? Like, uh, man, I'm trying to think of something that could kind of point to it. No, uh, not that I, I mean, maybe looking weak. I mean, I feeling weak, right, all the time. Yeah. But was there, was there, because you, you said, you know, you just feel sick all the time. Yeah. Right? And you were lethargic 
yeah. right? Were you like vomiting? Were you uh, sometimes? Fever? Yeah, uh, not so much the fever, uh, but vomiting. Yeah, I remember one day I. Uh, I was craving juice. I wanted some juice, so I had some pineapple juice. Just had a glass of juice and immediately threw it up. Wow. I don't out of nowhere. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Like it was still cold on the way out, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That I was like, whoa, that's kinda weird. Uh I was like I wasn't feeling sick, like you know, I got the flu or something. Mm-hmm. Stomach was fine, just it was like, Nope, not feeling it. So when I went to the doctor, blood pressure was way up. And Doc came in, and he's like, okay, reviewed the records. He's like, okay, IgA nephropathy. Okay, kidneys. All right, he's like, blood work, urinalysis. Did one of those 24-hour urinalysis things. Um, and it was one of those cycles that my kidneys failing was causing the blood pressure to go up, and then the blood pressure going up was affecting the kidneys the kid- even yes, more. Yes. So that cycle of self-destruction basically uh, my body was just like, nope, we're done. We're killing everything. So that's why everything, blood pressure, the headaches, the vomiting, all that stuff, the, the weirdness, the weakness, just because my body was so off because of the kidneys failing. Yeah. It's sending all these things. And your body's trying to to work on trying to figure out what's wrong with the kidneys, right? right? So yeah. everything else is going in. Yeah. In, everything else is going crazy. Yeah. So uh, got the blood. Blood work, urinalysis, and all that back from the doctor, and uh, you know, not good. It was pretty bad. Uh, lab works. I remember one of the uh, the ones that stuck out with me was the protein count. Uh, it's the number on the he, you know he's circling it. It looks like a terrible term paper. He's mm-hmm. got edits and circles and all this. And one of them bunch of numbers. And- yeah, I was like, I have no idea what any of these things mean. Yeah. But he broke it down. He was like, this number right here is supposed to be less than 30, this protein number. I was like, okay, where am I? He's like, you're at 1,690. Holy moly. So it was up there. Yeah, So way up there. Not doing their function at all. Blood work was, okay, yeah, kidneys, the function is way down. And basically the kidneys are, they're part of our... They filter everything out. Right. All the filter the blood. all the waste, all the everything that's in our blood that we don't need, right? Uh, or we're trying to get rid of. It's supposed to filter everything out. So if it doesn't get filtered out, then it just stays in our body. Stays in your body, and that's why feeling sluggish. Yeah. All those toxins mm-hmm. in are, your body still there. Yeah. Uh, your 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 kidneys not able to do their job because mm-hmm. they're mine are mostly scar tissue at this point. They're lumps of scar tissue with a little bit of function. Mm-hmm. So I do have to get another biopsy uh, sometime this month to figure out exactly where we are. Mm-hmm. And then from there we can go. So when I wasn't feeling well after that doctor's visit, uh, even before then I stopped drinking beer. I was uh, like, Just on your own? On my own. I was like, because it didn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I wasn't enjoying it. As much as I love the taste of beer up until then, it got to the point where I was like, don't want it. Just the and, taste. And you didn't even know that you... Right. I didn't, I didn't know what was, what was going on. Yeah. So uh, I quit drinking and just, I was like, you know, water, 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 water. And then the doctor's visit, <clears throat> he's like, okay, blood pressure's up. This is what we got to do. Uh, you need to lower your sodium intake. I was like, okay, done. Uh, meat, you know, you can, you can have it. You need your protein, all that. But obviously when you, when you anywhere on guam if you have meat it's salted heavy yeah <clears throat> so i i cut meat you know i was like let's just let's just do this so beer quit i went on cold vacation turkey. cold turkey i went on vacation had a few mm-hmm. uh but even then it was like one or two i was like i'm, I'm good not yeah. feeling it 
So quit beer. I think that's the main reason that I lost so much weight. Because my activity level hasn't gone up. I haven't started pounding the gym for three hours a day. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, running 10Ks. It was just quitting the beer that I dropped so much weight. Yeah. I mean, 10 beers average yeah. a day. All that's, those carbs, all that, those calories. Like 2,000 calories just on beer. Yeah. Plus and then you're eating. Drinking that and then just going straight to sleep. Yeah. It, it just, your body is just maintaining all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I quit that... It wasn't getting that source, so it just started burning burning the weight off, burn, yeah. and, and I dropped weight easy. Mm-hmm. So I went from about 215 down to 180, just quitting beer. Uh, Did Now, when you say quit beer, that that's all alcohol? Yeah, everything. That I, don't, I, don't drink. Okay. I don't drink anymore. Okay. Uh, I can if I want. I, I'm totally able to, but I just decided that, you know what? I did that for so long. I, I got it out of my system. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Even now, Erica, my girlfriend, will drink at the house. I'll bring her beers. I don't crave it anymore. I don't like, man. I wish. I, why are you drinking in front of me? I won't. I don't. I just don't want beers. Uh, Is it like you just have a loss of taste for it? Well, I think it, it's a combination of a lot of things because I was so such an alcoholic for so long, and the way that it made me feel up until quitting. I did not like the feeling at all. Yeah. The headaches just for no reason, you know, have a sip of beer and then all of a sudden, ugh. Now, this is kind of like veering off a little bit, but mm-hmm. would you, what would you consider alcoholism? Like, what would you consider an alcoholic? Someone that's that's drinking all the time that much or someone that's just drinking all the time in general? That's tough. Uh, I mean, for me, I know I was uh, and everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um so I can't. I don't think there's a like. Okay, if you have this many in a week, you're an alcoholic. Yeah, I think it depends on the person, the lifestyle, whatever. Because I think culturally, I mean, we go to parties all the time. We have parties everywhere, right? Yeah. And alcohol is one of those things that's always there, especially in my family. Yeah. You know, and everyone in my family typically drinks. Yeah. You know, we we like. I I like the taste of beer. I like the taste of alcohol. No matter what it is, probably not. Um, Jägermeister, but everything yeah. else I kind of like. Yeah. Um, but what you're in the mood for? <laughs> exactly. What I'm in the yeah. mood for. And I'll have these bi- not binges, but I'll have these um, these. I have a taste for beer one week, and the next week I'm like, oh, I don't want beer, yeah. and then I'll turn to whiskey, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want whiskey. I like vodka, and then you know it'll change all the time. Right. But you know, for a lot of us that that do enjoy drinking, we get into this kind of sense that oh no we're not alcoholics we yeah, just like oh no not me not me i just like drinking beers right I'm not an and it's not gonna it's not gonna affect me it's not affecting my yeah. my work life it's yeah, not affecting still anything to work else. on time yeah. i'm still there like yeah but you know i mean you're sluggish you're you mm-hmm. know whatever putting on some weight so you know. i i'm the i'm the last person that should be pointing fingers at anybody calling them an alcoholic uh even though i quit now Whatever. You want to have beers? Go have beers. Yeah. I go to parties all the time. I go to my friend's house, drinking scotch, drinking whiskey, whatever. Like I said, at home, beers. It doesn't affect me. I'm not going to preach to you and be like, you know, Jesse, you, really, you shouldn't you shouldn't have that, that next drink. No, you it's know, like my wife. That's your... <laughs> do what you want. Yeah. If you decide one day you want to quit, go nuts. If you yeah. decide one day you want to drink more, go nuts. If you're not hurting anybody, okay. But for me personally, I just quit, gave it up. I was like, got it out of my system. Now it was that I posted that picture up because my doctor was like, okay, we need to send you to a nephrologist, Mm -hmm. a specialist. And it said on the paper, the referral consult on kidney failure. That's pretty, it's in pen. 
it's pretty final it's in black and white consult on kidney failure like my kidneys are failing what made you want to post that i've had it for a while uh i've had it since uh what may and because i after that i went in the Got in the car, fired up the car, you know, warming up, cooling the aircon down. I was looking at all the lab work and everything he has, and I got to that referral, and it was just one of those moments where, like, you know, that's pretty final. That's yeah. pretty in black and white. This is real life. Yeah. Uh, did it Did it hit so you I, hard when, when, it, when it he was, wrote that and you saw it? it? It didn't really hit me hard because I've already known about this since 98. Yeah, you know, yeah. 20 years I've already known that I have this. But it was just one of those things. It was another step, another progression. Reason, like, hey, you're getting to that point. You're not that 22-year-old kid anymore mm-hmm. who, you know, is healthy as can be and will bounce back from anything. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those, like, moments. And I took that picture of it and I just had it on my phone. Uh, I didn't post it at the time because I was like, nobody cares. This is just for me. This yeah. is for my reasons. Uh, and so from then it was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get serious about this. Whatever I got to do, uh, I'm not ready to check out just yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to go on dialysis. Doctor said, hey, we could possibly prevent that or at least hold it off for a long time by doing these things. I said, okay. So quit meat, quit beer, sodium as low as possible. Uh, nothing packaged because... It all has sodium. Everything has sodium. Everything for preservative or whatever it is to salt, flavor, yada, yada. It all has sodium. And I don't think a lot of people understand that concept. It's like they they go to parties or they just eat in general mm-hmm. and they go to restaurants. Everything has salt. Yeah. You know, everything. And I mean, you make cookies, you they have salt in them. Yeah. But it's, Mr. Brown, my coffee that I drink every day I love mm-hmm. has a lot of sodium. And, and sodium is not bad. In general, right? You know, it's not bad, but if it's in moderation, too there's much. percentages, yeah. just like anything, in moderation. Exactly. So I, I cut, I limited sodium. Things that I did buy that were packaged as low as I could get it. I mean, anything over two percent, one percent, even. I was like, nope. So what were the 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 foods in your house that you had to like? You saw like, oh yeah, I'm not eating that anymore. What were the main things? Oh, you know, like anything packaged, canned. Uh, Itchy Ben. It's, dude, those things, sodium levels in those, mm-hmm. is crazy. Exactly. Stupid crazy. Stupid. And, you know, I, up until recently, I didn't care. Tastes good. Yeah. Spam. Good. Spam. Uh, all those foods that, you know, prepackaged, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, even as packaging, it looks like, oh, it's a vegan little flour that, no, it's got sodium in it. Yeah. They all do. So. And I think that's one of the mis- misconceptions with healthy food you yeah. know like even if it's if it seems healthy vegan or whatever it is there's a bunch of sodium in it you yeah. just got to look for it uh veggie patties for example mm-hmm. the meatless okay. veggie patties right yeah sodium sodium mm-hmm. levels uh so all those foods i'd left them there i wasn't one of those like i have to throw it out i have to get it out of here i i, I gotta get it i can't have it in my sight yeah because there's still you know other people that live there that mm-hmm. need to eat they don't have to be on my diet I'm doing this for me and so I can be around for them for Mm -hmm. a few more years. So I just veggies, fruits, that's it. Uh, Meat occasionally because I just, you know, I I love meat. What about beans? Uh, Beans, they do have uh, fairly high levels of sodium, some of them. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked too much into it, but. uh, What if you make it yourself? 
If I make it myself, yeah, I can limit. I don't salt anything. Mm-hmm. I don't add any. I mean, even hot sauces, you know, they all have a lot of sodium yeah. in them. Uh, mustard, oh dude, mustard, mayo, things mm-hmm. like that. They all have sodium. So I was just like, you know what? It's all or nothing. So I'm cutting out as much as possible. Yeah, yeah I have my cheat things. We all do. You got to have it. To stay yeah. sane, you got to have it. Mm-hmm. So beer, main thing, dropped a lot of weight. Sodium, cut as much as possible because it, it's, it's basically impossible to cut it all out. Yeah. And I'm not saying that everybody in your day-to-day life has to cut sodium. But for me personally, this is what I needed to do. What did your doctor say was the limit on sodium for you? Uh, I didn't even ask. I was just like, he said, no sodium. I said, okay, done. Usually the uh, the recommended daily allowance is uh-huh. three to four grams a day. Okay. Right? And, th- and that's small compared to what people are normally eating. It's a so, couple hundred what normally, <laughs> normally <laughs> people, yeah. Yeah. But um, one of the things we do, like, like at Boca Box, and I'm very big on the amount of sodium we use to not only flavor the food, uh-huh. but to just to give it some... Yeah, it's just just to flavor the food, you know, so that people can enjoy it because right. they're they're used to that. Um, we every day we portion out uh, our salt based on the amount of people that we have feeding, mm-hmm. right? And so I average it out to about two to three grams per day, and that's all the salt we ever use. Nice. And so, like my staff, I'm like, we only we're only using the salt from this container every single day. I'm portioning out just so that we can kind of control that. So you even meal prep your prep. For the meal prep. Yeah. I prep prep the prep prep the for prep. the meal prep. The prep is prep prep prep. Yeah. You're so preppy. But that but that's one thing that, you know, salt people don't understand how much of an impact it has on health and what it yeah. can what it can do to you. Hypertension, blood pressure, these things, yep. a lot of that is is the sodium. Now it is a mineral that, you know, your body needs a little bit mm-hmm. of. If but, we need it, you know, I mean, I mean, we yeah. need it. But if you're playing, if you're like an athlete, right? I was going to say, then yeah. you're going to need more sodium. Those electrolytes and things yeah. like that. But for the average person, they don't need all that sodium. No. And I always give this. Uh, Tastes delicious, though. Yeah, I give this example every time. I'm like, especially when I'm talking to kids, right? When I go to the schools and I talk to them, I'm like, um, they don't understand how much salt we eat. I'm like, okay, the the meat that you buy at Kashiless or or Payless, mm-hmm. right? They they have to ship that over to Guam. So in order to preserve that, what do they put in it? Yeah. Salt. Then you take that, you defrost it, and then what do you do to it before you cook it? You marinate it in yeah. soy sauce. Soy sauce. Which has lots salt. of salt. It all sodium. Right? <laughs> and so you're getting your meat ready, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to get my rice and everything else ready. Yeah. What do you put on your rice? Soy sauce, mm-hmm. which has salt. Of, and then what do you make? To put your to dip your meat in while you're eating it, Finadeni. which is made from soy sauce. Yeah. So all of that added up is way more than we actually ever need. Yeah, you know, it's so, a lot more. Yeah, and so when I would did this, you know, I was like, okay, for flavor, I mean, come on, I got to have a little something. I know there's salt substitutes out there, mm-hmm. but they are all terrible for kidneys. Mm-hmm. And so you're gonna have to filter it out anyway. Yeah, right? even in my condition. Mm-hmm. It would have just completely wrecked. So I just steered clear of all the the salt substitutes and all that. Tried to limit it as much as possible. Uh, which, yeah, okay, flavor sometimes is a little lacking. But, you know, I mean, I cook with a lot of veggies, uh, all fresh. Because even the packaged ones, they've got stuff added to it. I actually like, I like the taste of, of raw food, right? So mm. I don't like to season my, my food with anything mm. if it was for me i would just like if i'm cooking a steak it's a little bit of black pepper that's it yeah 
I mean, steak with salt and black pepper, but now I can't have it with the salt. I'm yeah. just limiting that. Uh, but veggies, uh, vinegars, they don't have sodium, balsamic, mm-hmm. white wine, red wine. They don't have mm-hmm. sodium in them. So I've been cooking with a lot of vinegars. That's good. So you've been Flavor. cooking for yourself a lot more now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I've always, I've always been a cooker. You know, I cook for myself. But now it's instead of just oh, a can of noodles or, you know, a bowl or a can of soup. The noodles, easy stuff. It's not the easy stuff. Yeah. It's like. You gotta, gotta put work I, into it now. I gotta prep my veggies. Mm-hmm. I gotta saute them up, or however I'm making them, flavor them. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a lot of that. So some of the the biggest changes you made in your life, right? Uh, cutting out the beer. Yep. Uh, cutting out protein. Yep. But you don't eat any protein at all. No, I do. I I, I need a little bit of it. Uh, it's just uh, that yeah, in moderation. Say. It was one of those like, okay, we need to watch this. Yeah. And when Doc says that, I'm like, I'll kill it. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll watch it done so what are your, your what are your protein sources uh, um it's it, i uh, meat occasionally but not much uh, i need to not f- red, red meat or i love red meat chicken <laughs> unsalted you know marinated in some vinegar or something uh fish i like fish but you know you get fish it's it's fried it's battered something yeah. something uh a fresh fish just straight up oven with a little you know butter on it or pepper done okay so i and then i'm still working on i'm still working on my diet Mm -hmm. it's not like okay this is what i'm going to be eating forever i just decided to cut everything veggies fruits and then okay all right let me find a good chicken recipe that has Mm -hmm. flavor that's no sodium or you know a steak just just with black pepper done so i'm still I wanted to bring all my numbers down to where they're, okay, better. And then from there, find that middle ground where I'm happy I'm getting all the nutrients I need, but also not killing myself and not raising my blood And it's pressure. sustainable for you. And I wanted to ask you, when we were thinking about doing this, I wanted to ask you, because now I'm eating a lot more fruit. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like breakfast, lunch is fruit. Mm-hmm. Dinner is veggies. And I always hear everybody like, you know, okay, watch out for sugars, sugars, sugars. Is that sugars from fruit? Is that is there a point where I like, okay, watch out on the oranges. You know, you had this many, you had a banana, and then you had some apples. Okay, the sugar levels, let's watch that. Because, uh, Doc, okay, I'm not diabetic. Sugar levels are fine mm-hmm. on the lab reports. But is there, you know, when you overcompensate for something, like, oh, I cut this out of my diet. That's why I'm eating so much fruit. Mm-hmm. Is that going to, those sugars, is that level going to like start throwing things off or what? Well, for for me, right? If I was, um, I I like fruit, but I, I don't, I don't eat it with every single meal. Only because sugar, sugar, sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's different types of sugars and they do different roles in your body, but it's still going to have to get processed, mm-hmm. right? In your body. And that process goes through your liver or mm-hmm. your, your kidneys, right? So... I would I would eat fruit every single day, and the recommended daily allowance before was like five servings of fruit a mm. day, fruit and vegetable. But you know, fruit uh, fruit is good, but I would say just limit that. Don't don't just make that like your right, right, right. Okay. majority of of what your meal is. I would say focus more on the on the vegetables because of again the sugar. Dude, bell and, peppers, mushrooms, tomatoes, yeah. onions. That's almost every night. I I love that. Stuff. But on the flip side, fruit and the natural sugars 
to me are always going to be better than all of the uh, refined sugar. Processed stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High fructose all, all the high fructose that. corn syrup, yeah. all the sugar that they put into uh, foods to make it sweeter, right. into sauces, whatever. Look for the natural sources. So, like, even if we make, um, like, I'll make sweet and sour sauce, right? For I'll like boil chicken mm-hmm. and or saute chicken up, and for a sauce, I'll use fresh oranges. You know, yeah, just to give it that get that a little sweetness. sweetness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, like I said, it was it was kind of overcompensating, mm-hmm. and I'll find that middle ground where oh, you're getting too much sugar, or no, you're getting too much of this, or mm-hmm. you're not enough of this. I'll find it, but at this point, it's just. Okay, let's work on bringing those numbers down. Mm-hmm. If I got to go quit everything and just be water and a grape, okay, that's what I got to do. <laughs> how, so, how are your numbers now? Um, they're, they're, you know, they're like it ticked up a little bit mm-hmm. as far as it going into the right direction. Okay. There's a little bit of an upswing. Doctor was like, hey, okay, this is... That's this is, progress, though. It's progress, and that's all I'm looking for. Because I know this isn't going to be gone. Hey, your kidneys are 100% healthy. You're good to go. See mm-hmm. you later. Uh, they're, they're scar tissue. Yeah. So whatever function is left, I need to try to preserve that. So whatever uptick in the numbers in the, in the positive side is a good thing. It's, it's a win no matter, no matter what. Like I, I like to tell a lot of my customers that come in, like they'll, they'll come in for um, they want to be able to control uh, diabetes yeah. or whatever it is, hypertension mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So I'm like, you know, the, um, it's not going to happen overnight. It took you this long. It took your body this long to get to this point, right? Right. And now you're, you're trying to fix it. So you shouldn't expect a quick fix no, overnight just by changing a few things. I, I said that on my post, some comments. It's a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. I have my goals, these little goals that I'm going to get to, but those are just a series of goals in a much longer process. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why those fad quick diets lose 30 pounds tomorrow. Yep. Uh, hey, this is the new trendy diet. Do this. They don't work because the, people don't sustain them. Exactly. They want that end result fast, like now. Mm-hmm. But the, the people that have that healthy lifestyle, it's because it's a constant thing. Mm-hmm. Lose 20 pounds. Oh, I did. I, I took this thing and I lost 20 pounds. Well, the next time you eat, boom, you're yeah. going to blow right back up. Or a lot of a lot of stuff coming out now, like people would take these these shakes and they'll drop 20 pounds, but then their liver's all messed up. Right. Yeah. Because it wasn't what it needed. Well, like I said, with the salt substitute. Yeah. It, it, okay. It's going to sub- substitute the salt, but it's going to destroy my kidneys. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I I, they're they're doing that on their own. So you need to, whatever your goal is, like you've said, I'm sure you've said a million times, you've got to figure out and take those steps and constantly work at it. That athlete who, have you ever seen DK Metcalf, that receiver, just got drafted? Okay, yes, yes. Physically, it's like you can't make that stuff up, how physically fit this guy is. He's huge, and it's nothing but muscle. He didn't wake up like that, okay? It's some genetics. It's some, you know, he, he got a good uh, draw in the genetic department. But he's in the gym constantly. Mm-hmm. Constantly, constantly, constantly. And that's what people don't see. Yeah. You, know? you see this, the picture of him standing there looking like, Jesus, somebody carved him out of marble. Yeah. But all the work that goes into it, it's not like he was, you know completely out of shape one day and then he took one of those diet things and then two weeks later hey look at him now 
it's a, it's, a, it's a process. He's been doing this a his whole life. Process. All these athletes, these guys that you've had on your show, these runners, mm-hmm. they've been doing it as years, long as whatever years. they decided to start doing that been doing it and mm-hmm. it's a constant process so with me my goal one not go on dialysis anytime soon uh i don't have a time frame because i i don't need one mm-hmm. i want to be around as long as possible i want that to be open-ended so it's just a constant process of watch this yes i want to cheat yes i want to have the biggest juiciest fattiest burger you can possibly imagine where it's dripping down your elbow and you just get it I hate, I hate that. I, I love hate, it. I hate I messy it. burgers. I love messy burgers. The messier, the better. Ugh. So now I'm just like really trying to shift my body back and not in a shock it kind of way, mm-hmm. but in a, hey, let's just get you know, let, used to let, this. Let's do it together. I dropped like- 35 plus pounds. Mm-hmm. So obviously the quitting the beer helped. Levels are coming down. Blood pressure is coming down. That's on the, that's uh, moving in the right direction, mm-hmm. quite well. I still have a lot to do. Yeah, I don't, and we all do. Yeah, I, I don't have it all figured out now, uh, but it is a it is a process, and I'm doing the best I can. That's good. It's it's going to be like I always say. It's a lifestyle change. I'm in it for life. You know? And and you know the the goal. <laughs> I always joke about this, but the goal is to not die. Yeah, and so far so good. You know? I'm still alive. We're doing this podcast, yeah. so that means I'm still alive. And the the a way to to reach our goal is to find consistency in whatever we're doing. Yeah. You know, whether whether it's it's going on diets or it's changing the way you eat or whatever, you find a way to be consistent with your lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? So your lifestyle right now, you you work all the time. You're very very busy. You don't have time to sit down and cook extravagant meals every single night but right. what can you do how do you eat to make sure that you're eating properly for yourself yeah you it's know? it's a and, you just got to think about it yeah and you ju- uh, i hate to borrow a slogan i don't know if we're gonna get sued but just do it have to that day that you're tired just got done with work and oh now it's time to gym i gotta go to the gym my bag's in the car but oh, i just don't want to just do it mm-hmm. get to the gym you know you don't want to you're not feeling it, but you do it, whatever. If it's you know 20 minutes on the treadmill, you need to do your weights, whatever it is, just do that thing. Do you think that this is your body's way of telling you like, hey, time to, time to get serious now? Time to- uh, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, kidneys failing is kind of a thing that, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a red flag. But, but, uh, but it is a genetic thing. I, I mean, there's no way I can like, oh, I made it go away. But that's the same thing as like diabetes. Right. You know, a lot of people, like for me personally, I there is a very, very high chance that I'm going to get diabetes. That's why mm-hmm. I always get checked every year. Yeah. Grandparents on both sides have it, right? So it's there, um, but it's a matter of figuring out when it's going to happen. Right. You know, and do I make choices now that will kind of like, put it in the back burner mm-hmm. for as long as it do you it can. wait around until your doctor says hey you have exactly. diabetes that's what i'm getting or at. do you like no i'm gonna nip this in the bud before i even yeah. get to that point and then so when if, you go in you're like oh sugar levels are great yeah <sighs> or or do you wait for that wake-up call do you wait for your body to tell you that yeah. you know, like well, hey. not everybody is proactive not mm-hmm. everybody can yeah you know, i'm gonna get out in front of this like you uh some people like myself need that wake-up call yeah whatever that motivation is you're sitting there and you look at your your kid one day and you're like you know what i want to be around 
to yeah. see the graduation, to see the marriage, to see the grandkids. I want to be around for that. If that's your motivation, I mean, there's, there's nothing better. If it's just because ah, I don't want to die right now. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, if it's for vain reasons, you want to have the best Instagram posts on the planet, whatever the reason is, as long as you're, you're doing something yeah. to work towards whatever goal and just that process, uh, you know, I, I needed to see that, hey, your kidneys are failing to motivate me. Yeah. Not everyone needs that, like, you know, doom and gloom motivation. It can just be like, you know what? I'm having a good time on planet Earth. I'm going to stick around for a bit. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason is, uh, they're all different. And however you get to your goals or however you achieve them, it's going to be different for everybody. What works for you may not work for me. What works for everyone, you know, it's all different. So you just have to find that thing. Take those little steps and just do it. Yeah. I want a huge burger right now. But I, I'm not going to have one. I'm gonna, when I get home, I'm going to slice up some bell peppers and mushrooms, saute those with some balsamic vinegar, and done. That's my dinner. Yeah. I had peas last night. I hate peas. Well, actually, peas are good because it has some protein in it. Well, peas, I'm not, you know, uh, they're not my favorite thing, but I, I ate them because I know I need to. Yeah. And, yeah, as much as I want that burger... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have it. And it's gonna, when I get to a point where, hey man, levels are looking good. You're healthy. You've lost all this weight. Okay, numbers are all okay. Then you, you know, can scale back a little I'll, bit. I'll cheat a little bit. Yeah. Keep it under control, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you got to do it for sanity's sake. And it's, it's going to be a lot of tweaking for you, and and with everybody else yeah. that, that wants <sighs> to get to to their goal, right? It's mm-hmm. it's not like like you're saying now. You you kind of went cold turkey with everything, just yeah. like boom. Because right? you get that kick in the ass that, yeah. okay, you got to go cold turkey with it. And now it's, now it's like, okay, do I like this? Do I not like this? Yeah. How, how do I make this work for me? What, what can I mix together to, to make sure that I'm eating yeah. properly and not deficient on any one thing? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, it's going to be a lot of tweaking. It's going to be a lot of time and effort put into it. But that's what it is. You know, that, what it that's is. the reality of, of life, you know? This is my, re- my reality now. I wake up, I, I take a lot of meds mm-hmm. to control my uh, blood pressure and uh, steroid, prednisone, for help with the kidney function. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fish oil, doctor straight up was like, you need to take 12 grams a day. Not 1,200 milligrams, 12, 12 grams. grams. I'm yeah. taking 10 of those fat fish oil pills mm-hmm. every morning. I pop those. That's my breakfast. <laughs> So every day, this is a thing that I have to do every day. Uh, I'm used to it. It doesn't bother me. I've never been like one of those, I don't take pills. Mm -hmm. And I know I need to do it. And it's been helping. That's good. Seeing the numbers come up a little bit. Just a tick. That's all I need. Just a tick. I don't need to be like, hey, Hey, perfect. Slow progress is still progress. I took a course at UOG years ago. I don't even know if he's still there. It was an athletics course. Uh, And he taught us about your set point. Like, okay, if you're here, say, uh, every day with coffee, you take two tablespoons of sugar in it. Well, start just a tablespoon and a half. Do that for a few weeks. You get used to it, and then go down to a tablespoon. Mm -hmm. Get used to that, and then eventually you keep lowering it gradually where you don't even like the taste of sugar. Now when I have something salty, it's like crazy salty, and it's kind of gross. Right. So you lower, Wait, I don't your, know about gross, but. you lower your set point where you don't need that 
sugar. It's yeah. too sweet for you, or that's too salty for you, or that's too, oh, that's, I, yeah. I can't. And so then your body is used to those levels and you've eliminated that extra sugar that you didn't need anyway mm-hmm. and you're, you end up being healthy. So if you do that with all those things, I have 15 chicken wings. Well, next time, you know, maybe only have 10. Mm-hmm. And then slowly you, you work on lowering those negative things. So you get to the point where, oh, this is just, I, I like it this way. Yeah. Now I have my, my coffee with just soy milk. I just add soy milk. That's it. Mm-hmm. No sugar, no sweetener, anything. And even now when I drink it, it's like, ooh, that's a little sweet. Yeah. Because I've I've gotten so used to the black coffee and then with a little soy milk, it's like, this is flavorful. The, the one thing I appreciate about not adding a lot of additives to the food when I cook now is mm. now when you go places and you try different foods, you can taste everything. Yeah. You know when something's way too salty. Yeah. You know when yeah, something's yeah. way too sugary. You know, you're like, oh, what yeah. the? Oh, jeez, that's like, too I, sweet. I drink a soda now and I'm like, oh, I oh, can't take this. Yeah, don't even get me started. Yeah. Uh, or I go eat, man, I'll go eat at a restaurant, like uh, a chain restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I take a bite of the, the chicken. I'm just like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. It, you know? Those things are fine. Yeah. But like you said, in moderation. Yeah. You want to eat out, you want to have that it, big it meal, opens that's up fine. your palate to everything yeah. else, you know. That that's what what's amazing about it. When you don't saturate the food with one thing, right. you get opened up to everything else. Which is and cool. now when I cook at home, I know exactly what I'm eating. Yeah. It's veggies that I cut myself, bought them fresh. Uh and you know, little vinegar, uh herbs, some black pepper. Black pepper's my jam. Yeah. I'm running I'm going through it so quickly now. <laughs> Because I'm using it so much yeah. that it's I'm just going through it like by the bottle, yeah. uh, which I love it. And you should exp- experiment with um, just different herbs. A lot of them. Oh yeah, yeah dude, I'm going nuts, yeah. and I love it because I love cooking. I love different flavors. I'm mm-hmm. not just like oh, it has to be this. I yeah. love different. You know, all the vinegars. Give me all the vinegars in the world because that's my. They're so flavorful now, yep. but they don't have all that sodium. I'm sure they've got something else that's going to kill me, but I'll worry about that later. Because yeah. everything is going to kill you. Yeah, sooner or later. <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Dude, it's thank you. been honestly, f- personally, it's been an inspiration to me. This is you know to to see to see kind of the the change you've made and the determination you have to to get healthier. And I hope for a lot of people that are listening that it's done the same for them. I hope so too. Uh, I'm not here to change everybody's life. I'm here to change my life. And mm-hmm. if I can just talk about it for a little bit, I mean, then cool. If somebody out there is like, you know what, I can do that too. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's cool being interviewed instead of interviewing. Yeah. it's a different little. Spin. Welcome like to KUAM. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fun. Not fun to talk about, but it is. Uh, it's therapeutic, mm-hmm. and it only strengthens my resolve to. You know what? I'm going to keep doing this. I think. I think a lot of people are apprehensive about talking about their health issues right, of course. because I mean it's, it's a personal issue but yeah. for people like you who are comfortable and brave enough to really show people what it's like what life is like and how to I, how to get to a better point because I get it you feel defective you feel like oh there's something wrong with me I'm not yeah. that peak physical human being mm-hmm. yeah nobody is you know yeah nobody is but, <laughs> nobody. but it's something that I think we need to talk about and it need, I mean it's it's real life you yeah. know, so this is real life, man. This is my life yeah. and I'm in it for life. Yeah, we and we all are. We we I want to thank you for standing up today and well sitting down. 
and you know just sharing your story with us well thank you man i'm, I'm glad i want to come back on again sometime we'll uh, we'll do follow-ups we will Let's do, do more that. lab work right <laughs> when's your next uh when's your next thing? uh nephrologist biopsy soon and then uh october for another follow-up okay my i'll check you then i'll be ready Anyways, uh, thank you all for listening. It's I've I've had such a wonderful time today talking to Andy, um, and I hope you guys had fun with us today. Uh, until next time, this is Book Box. Adios.